Oh, hello, and welcome back to the Real Talk Podcast with your host, Coach T. This is episode 35, where we talk sex. We talk about exploring our sexuality, asking for what we enjoy in the bedroom, getting comfortable with our bodies, and the importance of sexual energy. Are you someone who plans sex? Are you someone who has sex spontaneously? Do you find that you tap into your masculine or feminine energy during sex? Do you struggle asking for what feels really good or do you feel ashamed of your sex life? There is so much to share on this topic that many people just feel a little uncomfortable when it comes up. I know when it was for me, I had a really hard time discussing it. And now I openly spark a conversation and start making people feel a little uncomfortable, which is the whole point, normalizing talking about many different topics, including our sex lives. So today I am humbled and honored, excited, and thrilled to talk about sexuality with Dean Rose. She is a sexuality expert and we are sparking the conversation so join us for the ride hello hi how are you i'm wonderful how are you today I'm super well. I'm super excited to be doing this with you. So first off, thank you so much for accepting the invitation to be a guest on my podcast. Yes, I am. I am honored. I'm just like, I love talking about what we're going to talk about. It's my passion. So yeah, the more I talk about it, the happier I get actually. (laughs) I love that. I honestly, I've spoken to quite a few people about this topic, but I like just the way you light up when the conversation comes on. I couldn't think of a better person to record. <laughs> so I'm like, she is definitely the person for this jam. And for anyone who's listening, who's going, what is this podcast about this week? We are talking sexuality, something that affects um, every, like we we're saying, every gender, every race, every nationality, every community. Yet it's always the big pink elephant in the room when you want to talk about sex, sexuality, your sex life, and all things around that topic, which I find so odd because I'm like, we all eat food. We all have sex of some shape, way, or form. Why are we, why is there so much resistance? It's, it's actually remarkable. You're right. I mean, we can talk to people about our bodily fluids and movements, (laughs) but something that's actually so, again, another very natural human thing that we do it's uh there's been a lot of shame and guilt and denial and you know just just a lot of bad press i think sexuality gets yeah yeah it gets a lot of bad press and i i would love to hear how you define for yourself or in general like what does sexuality mean to you yeah that no that's a really good question and Sexuality to me is really life force energy. To me, it's that Kundalini that my people might have, you know, talk about, you know, that Kundalini awakening, you know, that starts at the bottom of your spine and moves up through your body. Well, think about it. Your sexual energy is at the bottom of your spine and your sacral. You know, when that gets ignited, it goes up through the rest of your body and, and it ignites your whole being. So, and it, you don't, and it's not, and it's something that you don't always have to get it through sex. It comes from other aspects of your life. I mean, you can get pleasure 
from just eating a, a decadent piece of cake could be orgasmic to people. You know, it's like if you really are present and that for me and in my experience um, in, in sexuality, like more of like a sacred sexuality is the intention and presence of, of the act. And that's in, so if you can learn how to do that in your sex life, you can take that out in your world and also the opposite way, if you can look in your outer world and, and gain that pleasure from, like I said, eating, you know, good food or, or engaging in, you know, an activity that you love, you prime in your body to experience more of that. And you're going to want more and you're going to seek that out. I love the example you give about the food and savoring it. I find that it's a great connection with sex as well, because we are all eating on the go. We're eating standing up in our kitchen. We're running to a meeting. We're picking up our kids. We're dealing with our boyfriend, with family matters. We're always like rushed and we never actually, at least often enough, sit down and actually savor that delicious carrot cake and enjoy every single bite of it. Do you know what I mean? Yes, and it's yeah. like, do you want your sex life to be fast food on the go, like crunching a sandwich in your car? Or do you want it to be like you've brought up before, like a five star restaurant like deal, right? Yes. Yeah. And there's, and there's such a difference. Um, but if you're just, the thing is, if you're accustomed to that fast food eating, that's just, you're just like, all right, this is just what life is. You know, I just eat stuff in my mouth and there's really not a lot of satisfaction from this food. Might not be a lot of nourishment you know, but it's, it's all I've known. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's my mission in my life now is to, to tell people there's more to that. And, you know, again, going back to the food thing, I'm sure a lot of people have eaten at a very good restaurant, at least once in their life. Yeah. And it's probably been really amazing. And they had amazing food and amazing experience. Well, and you're probably like, oh, I need to do this more. And that's the same. Like you start to have better sex, you connect into your sexuality, you're going to want it more because it's going to actually start feeding you and nourishing you in, in your creativity and in, in all aspects of your life, not just in the bedroom. That's what you're going to seek out. And you're going to understand that when you're more present, when you, you go in with the intention of a connection, that's, that's the difference between the stuff in your mouth with you know, bad food and savoring the, the experience. And the same way, like I, I preach live on purpose with purpose, be intentional, be present, soak up the right now. Don't focus about what's going to happen tomorrow or where you'll be in six months. Like the more you're present, the more you can appreciate the presence. I, I find that relates to food that relates to being outdoors, that relates to sports or that relates to our sex lives. But we have such a hard time as humans to be present, to be in the right here, right now. And if you're not in the right here, right now, when it comes to your sex life, Mm -hmm. like you're missing the whole experience like if you're already thinking about the next thing you need to do or the next time or how you should be or how it should look or how it should feel like if you're focused on all the external noise then you're yeah. not really present and in tune with one yourself your sexuality and in that moment right right yes and and that's so true and that's why it's it's you know when I work with my clients it's it's doing doing that inner work with yourself first. So you can, so you're not looking out externally for what you need, um, but also bringing that more of that, of that presence. 
um, you were you were talking about, and I wanted to um, uh, reflect a little bit more, is um, you know, especially especially for women, and you know, even uh, maybe even mothers as well. When you have when you have children, you know, you, there's a lot on your plate, and being present. <laughs> is is sometimes difficult right because you're feeling like so that's why you know i think women we need to create your the sacred space for for sex whether it's with a partner or it's your own self-pleasuring it's it's creating this is what i find even personally is it's creating my own temple you know, making sure it's just me, there's music, maybe I have some oils, you know, maybe there's some incense, something that transforms a regular room to something where you're like, yes, I, I, I'm, I'm smelling this incense, I don't know what we smell in here, I'm, you know, I'm feeling these oils on my skin, like bringing in and all these five senses really starts to bring in more of your embodiment and presence to the situation. And you know, yeah, the more you can, you do that, then you, you understand, uh, especially with your, with your partner, there's this, there's this deeper connection that, you know, you might just get to a point where you're just, you're just holding each other and cuddling. And, and that's all there is, because there's so much pleasure in the connection there. Like, the, the end goal isn't orgasm or intercourse, it's connection. It's, it's, it's finding that, uh, I don't know, like that transcendent place, I guess you would say, you know, that just really transforms you from the ordinary. Yeah. And you feel uber, uber connected. And like you said, it's not, there's no end goal. There's no like finish line. It could be right. simply like a really nice cuddling session where you're like, you become so present in the moment, so in tune and you're also in tune with, I think it's super important that you brought up the senses. For some people, it's like a specific playlist. For some people, it's yeah. a specific smell in the house, lighting certain candles. Uh, for other people, it's like taste. So there's something food related involved. Um, but super important to listen to that and like create that environment. It's all about the environment. And, and that applies to... Mm -hmm your job that applies to your house that think about all the environments and why it feels homey and what is that sanctuary feel like you know yeah yes it's it's that is it's such a beautiful practice when we're more conscious of our actions and creating our environment when we're we do that like, you know, even if you allow yourself to like pick a day and just try to be very conscious about your choices, about the food you eat, about where you go, what you say, you'll be amazed at how different your day turns out. You probably won't do half of the stuff that you ever, you do daily because those things don't really matter so much. It's like what really lights my soul up? What is, what is nourishing me? And you know, what is nourishing me in, in, in sex, you know, with my partner. And, and I think a lot of times, you know, again, I work a lot mostly with women is finding women to find out what, what do you like? What brings you pleasure? If you don't know that, how can you communicate that to your partner? And how is he, he or she, you know, supposed to know that, you know, we, 
if, if you just assume you're, you're being very unfair to your partner, um, there has to be that communication. And, um, you know, it's, it's really beautiful when, um, you know, a, a, a man can, can be in that state where he's like, out of like, he doesn't have to ejaculate. Like if he can get out of that, it, the, the, the experience is amazing because he's focused on his partner and the experience. Um, and like you said, there's no, we go in with an end goal. It just kind of makes it, I mean, it's fun. Like, you know, let's say sex is, fun. you know, any, it, it's usually fun. There's, you know, there's, there's some release, right? Oxytocin gets released, but what's the difference? You know, like one star sex is like a sh big, like sugar rush where you get it and then poof, you get this drop when it's more connected and sacred. It's, it's like this long lasting bliss, you know, in your, in your life. You said, okay, you brought up so many things. I was like trying to scribble all these notes. So I don't forget to ask you. So the first one is you mentioned if you don't know what you enjoy, how do you expect the other person to know? Mm -hmm. And then you brought up, you have to be able to communicate to that, to the other person. Yeah. Now, here's a question for you. What about all the people who are listening? Cause I know that there are people <laughs> who are going to go, I know what I like, but I have fear or I have a resistance to communicating that to the other person. Yes. Yes. And yeah, absolutely. That's, that's totally natural, especially with, if it's not something that you naturally do or your partner is naturally a, um, used to hearing about. <laughs> so again, setting up your experience, you know, when you're going to talk to your partner about something that maybe you've never really talked about before is, is setting up that experience. So he or she will, can be present like you know like i need you to be present for me this is this is what's coming up for me um this is important to me for me to give to you um because it'll bring me a lot more pleasure when we're together more connected like especially we're talking with men it's really important for you to communicate what it is like how will this affect you because they want to please their partners. Yeah. So if they know why they're doing something, it's going to be, it, the chances of them doing it is going to be higher. And if you, you know, so it's, it, I, I, I said this one time before we're talking with someone's like, who's, who's going to be the courageous one in the partnership to have the courage to actually start this communication. There is, there's always going to have to be one. And, um, maybe the first time you might get shot down or might not go well, like, you know, maybe you need to reevaluate and try again. And then sometimes, you know, we get to a point where we, we ask, oh, our partner's not able to give it to us. So that's when, well, okay. If the relationship in general is fine, but there's like this little sexual thing that maybe you like and you're, well, maybe that's something that you can do on your own, <laughs> you know? Um, but it, it's, it's takes any type of communication takes courage and there has to be that one person that's going to have enough courage to start the, the communication because it's so worth it. It's, you know, just don't keep it bottled up. It's so worth it. And it's yeah. so worth it in all areas of your life. And if sex is 
part of the important things in your life, part of the important things of, of a relationship. You know, everyone has their, their little wish list of like, these are the things I value in a relationship. I value like honesty or transparency. I value communication. Um, you know, we all have that, that imaginary list or physical list somewhere, mm -hmm. you know, on our journal, on our phones. And, you know, mine, absolutely one of the line items says amazing sex. It's personally, for me, it's something that's like a non-negotiable. It's super important. I feel yeah. like it's super intimate. I need to be super connected to the person. And it's also very important. So to have a one or two star sex life with the person, it, it just doesn't cut it for me because I'm, I'm such that person who needs that connection. Right. Yeah. Um, Cause you, you most likely have experienced that. So you're not going to settle for anything less. Exactly. And, um, and I just want to, uh, you were talking, I just wanted to mention this is like, how empowering is it for a woman? If she can ask for what she wants in sex, like there's like no stopping this woman, like, like asking for a raise or something she wants at her work is going to be easy peasy, right? So just think about that. Like if you can just step up and ask for what you want in sex, it's going to change your whole life. Cause you'll be able to ask for what you want in all the other areas of your life. Cause it's not, it's not as hard or as awkward as, as intimidating but you yeah. know the thing that you brought up which is which is key is men are aimed to please men want to satisfy women men want to be in relationship with women because they want to feel a sense of purpose like there's all those things right so I who struggled a lot before being comfortable to communicate went always with the mindset of well if I tell them what I like and if I tell them this and I tell them that and they have, as men, have a mindset of like, I want to make my significant other happy, blah, blah, blah. Then you're doing them a favor because you're giving them the answer to the test, right? <laughs> Sex is not a test, but essentially you're going, um, I like this. So if you do this, you win. Like the, we're both winning. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And it's, yeah, I mean, I can imagine the guys like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah it's like yes I got the I got the uh the crib notes for this yes I got this you know and there's no didn't you get away from the drama and the games and oh you know there's, there's put your energy somewhere else <laughs> yeah no no one has time for for that and it's just it's no put your energy somewhere else. if you do anything it's like speak your truth gain the courage to say what you want why you want it how and yes don't don't get don't get trapped with the external noise. Yes. The other yeah. thing you brought up, you didn't bring up, but I have a question. Okay. How do you feel about planned sex versus unplanned sex? I'm talking about people who are in relationships. So whether uh, I'm in a serious relationship, whether I'm married, whatever the situation is, how do you feel about this concept of we plan sex in our calendar? <clears throat> Well, again, it's, I think people just need to adapt to what their lifestyle is, is giving them. So especially, yeah, if you're in a, and you've been in a relationship for a while, especially if you have family, you have kids, like you are both are busy all the time. Yes. It, you will have to put it in the calendar. It doesn't sound as sexy or romantic. However, if you don't do that, it's never going to happen. So, but when you do that, like, okay, we're going to put, you know, June 8th, you know, the kids are going over to grandma's, we're going to have, you know, sex. 
All right. Well, that, you know, June 8th morning, start texting each other, you know, start like you have to start getting, you know, getting the fire going, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, 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 you get the charcoal, you get the wood, you know, and you, you start lighting the match and you let the air cut, like you're building this fire. And for plant sex, that is an absolute. You have to start building that fire. So when you do come together, you, you know, you're not wasting your time. <laughs> you know, he's not like, oh, we had this busy day. And now we're just going to lay down and have sex and like because we, we planned it like who's no. going to be excited about that you know no no one um so if you plan it and do that anticipation just like any event like if you think about you know you know when you planned your wedding like you got all excited about that you know and then you have the days coming up and everything so that's what you need to do is just building the excitement um when you have to plan it um and then, of course, you know, unplanned whenever, you know, is, of course, that's that's has its own um, beauty and, and that's that's romantic and that's what we all strive for. However, if that isn't always in the cards, plan it, but keep the and, you know, build up the anticipation. Because if you don't build up that portion, like you were saying, like lighting that fire, texting in the morning throughout the day, so on and so forth, if you don't build that. I can see how it's very much like you both get home from your work day, you dropped off your kids at the grandparents. And it's like, it's almost like a task. And that's one thing that I, mm -hmm. I really didn't appreciate, right? I, I, I speak to people and they go, oh, we plan it. I'm like, you plan it? Like it's in your Google calendar, kind of like my CrossFit workout at the beginning <laughs> of my day. They're like, yeah, I was like, I don't like that concept. I was like, how unfun is that? Like, it's like a to-do list on the item. Like, I feel like if there's one thing that would never go on a to-do list is the fact that you're going to have sex. But I guess for people, like you said, who have kids and families and travel and business and all the things, if you never put it down, you'll never get to the gym. If you never put down sexy time, you're never going to get bedroom time, right? Yes. Yes. And and, and, <laughs> and also a challenge though, right? So yeah, un unplanned sex is a lot sexier. So how can you have unplanned sex? You can have unplanned sex by keeping this pilot light burning all the time. So what that looks like is the occasional touch when you're moving through the kitchen together, you know, like maybe the press of the hair or the, you know, on the waist and just like a whisper, like just little thing. And that doesn't have to lead to anything, yeah. but it, if you do that every day of some sort, you know, making sure, you know, there's always a, a, a goodbye in the morning or, you know, even a text, like, um, I mean, my partner and I, when we didn't live together every morning, we would text each other. It's like, hi, beautiful. Or you send like a sexy picture of something thing that I liked and you know it's like if you just if you do that like what's that take five seconds you know maybe five minutes you had to look at the picture maybe you know but you're, you're keeping that that fire lit so there might be a time where yeah you're doing the dishes and you kind of look over and the kids are watching tv and you're like maybe we're just gonna go upstairs mom daddy are gonna go have some private time now like how beautiful would that be I'd be like wow it's probably the best sex you're gonna have in a while you know so just it, it's it's definitely possible even if you are busy but like you said you got to keep that fire going because it's not just going to ignite especially in women it doesn't come on like that no there wasn't I can't remember what the analogy was but someone had given me a really good analogy of like 
women and sex, it's like baking cookies in the oven or, or muffins in the oven where like you need to put the oven on preheat. You can't just fucking cook that it was I can't remember the exact analogy but it was along the lines of like you need to start the fire and you need to warm it up especially for women men mm-hmm. is a different story but we need to be warmed up before you bake up before you bake the cookies in the oven do you know what I mean and I was like yes 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 100% and I and I could appreciate how you say you know the touch the comment the text the this the that all those things are not the act of sex but Let's just pause for a second. What about foreplay? So yes. much foreplay is so much more fun because it's that build up, build up, build up, build up. It's not mm-hmm. just like, hi, like in, out, and you're done. You know what I mean? It's like all the, everything else around it, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, absolutely. Absolutely. Totally agree. <laughs> um, you brought something up regarding feeling alive when it comes to your sex life Mm -hmm. what is that what does that feel like how would you describe that to people the feeling of feeling alive the feeling when my definition of feeling alive is is being able to feel every aspect of my body yeah just like there's a, like I, I can, I can sense where my toes are. I can sense where my fingertips are. You know, maybe I can even sense the blood flowing, you know, through my fingers and hands. Like there's a, again, it comes back to presence and being in the present moment. Like, you know, maybe people out there have had experience with meditation being present and maybe you've done some meditations where you know, like you're moving up through your body and connecting to different parts and, just getting that feeling of, of you. There's just, there's, there's an energy that flows through us and feeling alive is connecting to that energy conscious, like really consciously feeling it. And would you say that that feeling of alive as women is strictly tapped into the divine feminine when we refer to that? Or do you think that that feeling of alive could be masculine and feminine mixed feeling? Yes. I mean, through my own personal experience, I mean, some of the big times where I've felt truly alive in sexual union, it was, it was a connection to basically the, the create like the, the all divine you know like this you know the, it wasn't a you know a, a certain masculine or feminine you know it was it was the combination of this you yeah this balance of yeah it was just like just being i i can just what what i really came with me was like i felt i was home like my soul felt it was home so whatever that is to people. Whatever that uh, is to people. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I, I you, you say home, my, my word would be safe. Safe, mm-hmm, yes. My and that's another safe. thing. I mean, another thing to, to fully surrender and be open in sex is to feel safe. Absolutely, that is one of the key ingredients, I believe. 
Yeah, I, I would have to echo that 100%. There's something mm -hmm. about if you're safe in context of sex or non-sex, you're more able to open up. You're better able mm -hmm. to communicate. You're less yes. tense. You're less closed up. You're just able to just fully be who you are, expressed how you are in all settings, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. When, you're, when your nervous system is regulated, you are a much, much more uh, proficient <laughs> human being. Yeah, when your central <laughs> nervous system is not off the rocker. <laughs> yes, yes. They, they say like, a, you know, when you're in your reptilian brain, and yeah. you, like the, the fight and flight freeze fawn yep. system is a definitely um, a, a libido buster. <laughs> Big time. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that we did not touch upon that you would add to this conversation or do you feel like this conversation is complete? I always like asking people without like just shutting it down because sometimes I'm like, maybe there's something they want to add or share about this topic. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, this topic can, you know, you can talk about so much. I mean, you can go off in so many different, you know, uh, avenues that are, are as equally important. Um, but it's, I just feel I think it's a message would be for <clears throat> for both men and women to to know that you know their sexuality is a part of them. Yeah. And when it's when you're not connected to that, you're not connected to a part of you, a very potent, important part of you. Um, so, you know, doing your work or whatever you need to do, getting coaching or what to to rewrite. To first of all find out what your story is about sex and your sexuality and how you view it and all that and start rewriting a story that that benefits you right now in your life i yeah. i'm really glad you brought that that portion of evaluate what sexuality meant to you what it means to you what is the narrative and does the narrative need to be rewritten right mm -hmm. like anything in life we yes. may have heard something about a certain topic, lived a certain way from what we've seen, but we are able at any moment in time to hit the reset button and go, that actually doesn't align with who I am. And that actually doesn't align with what I want for myself. And that's career, that's relationships, that's everything. And, and for sex as well, right? If you mm -hmm. have seen a certain story or heard a certain story and you don't relate to that, you have full permission to go, I want my sexuality to be what I'm feeling and I want my sex life to be what I you know what I mean be able to yes. feel comfortable to rewrite the story because like you're holding the pen to the story called your life you're also holding the pen to yes. the story called your sex life right yeah and and I think that it's so empowering like you have a choice you don't have to suffer or or just accept stuff as it is you you have a choice to think differently and do differently that's empowering and that's beautiful. It's super empowering. And like you said, yeah. if you're able to ask for what you want, if you're able to express for what you need, if you're able to say what you like and dislike, well, I'm telling you, there's going to be a Hail Mary next time you ask for a raise or if you go for a promotion or if you, whatever that may be, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. I, I just have this little scenario in my head just going on like, you know, if you can ask your partner for, you know, oral sex and doing a certain way, you can walk into your boss office and say, I deserve a raise. It's, it's a lot less. It, I feel like it's a lot, a 
a lot less courage that you have to gain in order to do it. Right. And I mean, once you've done it once and asked for it and said it, once you you've gained that courage, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's like a no brainer. I can just ask them and tell them because they made me feel comfortable in that communication there. I think it's always that, that, that risk, the very first time you're going to go, okay, I'm going to be that person and I'm going to say this. And it's like, I don't know how it's going to go, but I'm going to do it. And then it's like a 50-50 chance. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, you don't, you don't know unless you try, you don't know unless you ask. So just have that courage to take that first step. Well, on that note, I just want to say thank you again. Thank you for for coming on this and having this conversation with me. I hope it was insightful for anyone who is listening. And, you know, that's the purpose of, of these podcasts is just to get people to one, create that like relatability of like, oh, I've totally felt that way before, or, oh, I've thought about that, but I never feel comfortable speaking about it with people because, you know, with certain people, there's certain topics you don't want to cover or feel comfortable. So thank you for creating like this great space to communicate this with you. I so appreciate it. No, thank you so much. Yes. I love this opportunity. And yeah, I, and hopefully we opened up some doors and eyes and, and uh, bedroom doors for people. (laughs) (laughs) That's so great. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. And that's a wrap for Sex Talk. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. We hope that you were able to see yourself, that the conversation resonated, that you took something away because all these podcasts are for relatability, connection, conversation. I want you guys to take something away every single Wednesday. And I hope on this real talk, sex talk, that you took something away. If you enjoyed the conversation, it would help a lot to grow this community if you shared and liked it on social. The more people who are aware about the Real Talk podcast with yours truly, the more people we can touch and transform lives and make them feel that much more comfortable in this community. Have yourselves a great week. I cannot wait to see you guys here next Wednesday.